Hello, everyone. Welcome to God's Internet Church podcast. My name is Pastor Ron Weaver. I am your host. This is episode 122. And as you know, we've been going through the book of Genesis. And we're going to pick up in chapter number six. And let's right now read chapter six. 2 through 8. Genesis chapter 6, chapter, verses 2 to 8. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we just ask you right now to take a coal off heaven's altar and anoint these lips of clay. We just ask you, Lord, to let this be what you want to be said and what you want to be taught and not what I want or they want. Lord, we just ask you to let this reach the people that you want it to reach, Lord. And we just ask you to move by your Spirit and let it just move the way you want. We ask you in Jesus' name, amen. So if you got your Bibles with you, I want you to open them up to the book of Genesis, chapter number 6. And we're going to read verses 1 through 6. It says, When man began to multiply on the face of the land, the daughters were born to them. The sons of God saw that the daughters of men were attractive, and they looked as their wife, their wives, and took them as their wives, of they choice. Then the Lord said, "My spirit shall not abide in men forever, for he is flesh; his days shall be a hundred and twenty years." The Nephilim were on the earth in those days, and also afterwards, when the sons of God came into the daughters of men. And they born children to them. There were the mighty men who were of old, the men of renown. The Lord saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and every intention of the thought of his heart was only evil continually. And the Lord regretted that he had made men on the earth, and it grieved him to his heart. So the Lord said, I will blot out men who I have created from the face of the land and the animals and creeping things and the birds of the heavens, for I am sorry that I have made them, but nor found favor in the eyes of the Lord. Well, I got to ask you a question here. Have you ever built something or created something that you wasn't exactly, exactly happy with and because you wasn't exactly happy with you ended up throwing it out because it didn't turn out to be exactly what God I mean what you wanted it to be being its creator okay but God was ready to do that with our creation why because it got to a point where it was evil okay and why it was evil and there's theories out there that believe these these men that were taking the women as wives were the fallen angels that fell down with lucifer okay but it's also said that it might be descendants of seth who married 
descendants of Cain. Okay. Which descendants of Cain would have the evil and heart stuff that Cain had when he was doing with his brother. Now, which one do I lean to? Well, I lean to the different theory of the angel are the sons of God, which are angels. They bolted out of heaven. When the devil bolted in heaven and wanted to be God, God punished him and all of his cohorts and sent him down to the earth. And that story, I believe, can be found in the book of Isaiah. They didn't get on my note sheet here. I thought I had it written down for him, but but the thing is, it you know that's what I believe. All right, because there was a lot of things that came out from that, and in the sin of this world. Okay, and that's why I believe that maybe some of these people have the ability of reading mine, ESP, and and you know. And the different kind of other things that are going on. And. That's what I believe. But because of this marrying. With these people. Whether it was. The different of the fallen angels. Hooking up with these. Uh, God's creation's wives. Women. Or it was. Seth's kids marrying Cain. The theory is it came to be the same. There became a lot of sin into this world. And one reason why this sin came into the world, and we're going to go back to Adam and Eve, because they ate the fruit that they wasn't supposed to eat. Okay? Which did a disobedient with God. Okay? Which did a disobedient with God. Okay. Which caused it to sin. And then we know that Adam. Eve. Blamed, played the, main, the, the blame game. Adam said well, well my wife gave it to me. She said well the devil get, told me about it. Or the serpent told me about it. Which was true. But each person had a decision to make. And that decision was not done right. Why? Because they sin against God. Now, that's one reason why the sin is in the world. Okay? And I know I told you the other reason. Because it's either, you know, that the... the Angels that were cast down and Lucifer, which is the devil, were the fallen angels and they took up and married the women that were down on the earth, which caused a lot of sin. Because if these angels were rebellious, they probably were rebellious enough to cause problems on the earth to make the things earth worse. To try to destroy God's creation. Okay. Or if they married the descendants of Seth to the descendants of Cain. You know, it basically 
his his sinful heart, what he taught his kids, and what the stories went around, he might have caught he might have taught them to live unholy to God, and because of what his punishment was, we don't know. But I believe it's the fallen angels that came down that they married, and that's why the sin is so rapid right now. Plus, what Adam and Eve did, who brung sin into the world. Okay. Now, verse 4 tells us the reason I believe that. So let's go to chapter 4. I mean, 6 verse 4, it says, The Nehahims were on the earth in those days, and also afterwards, when the Son of God came in to the daughters of man, and they brought the children to them, there were the mighty men who were old, men's of renown where it says sons of god and sometimes in the bible angels are referred to as the sons of god okay and that's why i believe that i just wanted to back it up now because of all this evil god decided to destroy it Okay, just like I was talking, going back, just like I was talking on earth. I mean, when we created things, we decide sometimes to destroy it because it's just not working out. And because of, I believe, the enemy's attack here and marrying the women and causing all these sin problems, I believe that... There was another way that they were trying to get at God's creation to destroy. Okay. Now, one way they did get what they wanted. Okay. If that's what was happening. But they didn't win. Because God's creation is still alive. And God's creation is still Okay, all right. Now, to a point, because we're going to talk a little bit more here in a second about what's going on today. Now, sometimes, though, which we'll get back down into the chapters a little bit. We'll come back to that. Hold on. Let's go to verse 9 to the end of the chapter, okay? And then we'll pick up where my thought was going. Okay. Verse 9 of Genesis chapter number 6. It says, These are the generations of Noah. Noah was a righteous man, blameless in the generation, in his generation. Noah walked with God. And Noah had three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Now, the earth was corrupt in God's sight, 
and the earth was filled with violence. And God saw that the earth, and behold, it was so corrupt, for all flesh had corrupt their ways on the earth. And God said to Noah, I have determined to make an end to all flesh, for the earth is filled with violence through them. Behold, I will destroy them with, with the earth. Make yourself an ark of gopher wood. Make room in the ark and cover it inside out with pitch. This is how you are to make it. The length of the ark is 30 cubits and 50 cubits. Its height is 30 cubits. Make a roof for the ark and finish it to, to a cubic above and set the doors of the ark in it. Side, make it with the lower section and third decks. For behold, I will bring a flood of water upon the earth to destroy all flesh, in which is breath of life under the heavens. Everything that is on the earth shall die, but I will establish my covenant with you, and you shall come into the ark, you, your sons, your wives, your sons' wives, with you. And of every living thing of all flesh you shall bring two of every sort into the ark, to keep them alive with you. They shall be made and female of the birds, according male and female of the birds, according to their kind of the animals, according to their kind of every creeping thing, the ground according to its kind, two of the sorts shall come to you to keep them alive. Also take you every sort of the flood that is eaten. Store sort of food that is eaten, and store it up. It shall serve as food for you and for them. And Noah did as the as God did as he all Noah did this. He did all that God commanded him. Alright. Now so here we're at the point and at the end of eight Verse 8, where we left off in the first section, it says, But Noah found favor in the eyes of the Lord. Now, you might be saying, Well, Pastor Ron, why didn't he destroy the whole creation? We were just talking about sometimes in our lives, we destroy things that we're creating because we don't like certain aspects about it, and we just get tired, and so we destroy it. Well, that's true. But sometimes, sometimes we keep, we keep a part of it that is good, that is strong, and that is happy. And, and, not, and they don't appear to be corrupt or weak or anything in the situation. Okay? And that's what God did. God saw a good man raising his kids right, living by way he was taught by his family to live for God. And God decided to save Noah, his wife, and his three sons. And I believe his three daughters, their wives, his three daughter-in-laws. Okay? And
Let's look here just to make sure. Noah's family was saved. Okay. Now. He took the good of the creation. To try to make the earth good again. And which I think. It worked. But unfortunately because of what Adam and Eve there was still sinful nature in us. But God took a person that was willing to be living for God. I mean, did he make mistakes? Yes. Did his sons make mistakes? Yes. But let me tell you something, saints. God knew that. But he had to deal with what was coming up of what happened with this great sin that these people married these young women for. Okay? It put a stop to it. Because if there was babies born or kids and stuff, it put a stop to it. It stopped. Okay? Now, because God was determined to destroy every plant, every animal, and everybody that was left on that earth. We know that God ordered or asked Noah to build this ark. He made it big enough for his family and to have the food stores that they needed for them, for the animals and the trip. And he had two of every animal that was created on the earth, male and female. And this was supposed to restart the population, restart the animal population of the earth, and to restart the human population of the earth. And I'm going to call it the Great Reset. Okay? And, you know, yes, sin still happened in the world, but it hasn't been running rapid, 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 rapid. Now, after this, that was the first judgment that God, which I'm going to talk a little bit more Sunday night, if you join me on Facebook Live for God's Internet Church Online Church Service, we're going to talk and explore it a little bit more. But there was two judgments. And there was another judgment after that. Okay? But it was a... See, it wasn't widespread like things were doing now. See, there was a world judgment which God decided to do a great reset. That's what I'm going to say. It was a reset because God reset, you know, people being reborn and... Reset animals, repopulating the earth, and you know, and then the trees and stuff. They they came back to life after the flood came, but 
it became localized. So the sin wasn't as rapid as it was in the days of Noah before he built the ark. Okay? I think that's a full statement. But it's still because sin of Adam and Eve, which God knew, Adam and Eve still had sin in their life, and they, he knew that they were, that, you know, were sinful creatures. Well, Adam and Eve, I mean, Sodom and Gomorrah got into a life of sin. Big no-no sin. And it got to the point where they wanted the angels that God sent to complete that sin. And it because they wanted to, basically, the men of the people wanted to, basically, have their way with them. That's the polite way to say it. And to stop this, because Lot knew, which was Abraham's um, ne um, nephew, decided that, hey, don't take them. Take take my daughters. They're not they're they're not married yet, and they're virgins. But they continued to wanted the angels. And let me tell you something, saints. That was a very, very bad sin. And God had to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. Even though Abraham pleaded down to ten people. You find just ten people. Will you not destroy it? And God said, if I can find 10 people, I will not destroy it. Unfortunately, he found Lot. He found Lot's wife. And he found Lot's two daughters. Let me tell you something. And the daughters had son, you know, would have been married. They were engaged. But they didn't go because they didn't want to leave the city. So when Sodom and Gomorrah was destroyed, they were destroyed too. Why? Because God was trying to make a statement to the world. If you're going to live this way, I'm going to have judgment on you. Let me tell you something, saints. This world is getting bad again. This world is running, running. I'm almost preaching part of my sermon. Rapid with sin again. And it's been said over the last 10 years or so. I've heard this statement a lot. If God don't deal with something, with this sin, he's going to have to resurrect Solomon and Gomorrah and apologize. Let me tell you something, saints. There's going to be a big judgment again. And you might be saying, well, Pastor Ron, God ain't going to destroy this world because the Bible tells us that he promised that he would never destroy this world again because of his rainbow. No, that ain't what he said. He said, he will never destroy the earth by water or flood again. He never said that he would never destroy the earth. 
at that time. But we do know that during the time of revelations, there's going to be a time of judgment. And we do know that this earth will be destroyed by fire. It tells us that in, the, I think, the book of First Peter. Yeah, I don't have my sermon notes in front of me because, you know, God takes over this Bible study. I have notes in front of me, but when the anointing comes. Now, I you want to hear more about that, join us Sunday night at 7 o'clock on God's Internet Church online service. There, there, there is part of the opening remarks and before the, the, the it's the bread that I'm going to be building the sandwich on. But the sermon's called Why We Need to Love People Like Jesus. And that's part of the reason. Okay? But let me tell you something, saints. This is dealing with you right now. And your loved ones. You need to make sure you are right with God. You need to make sure you are right with God. What are you saying, Pastor Ron? I'm simply saying this. If you're not right in a relationship with God, if you're in a backslidden state with God, and you do not have your life right with Him, you don't serve Him as your Savior, because you backslid, or you haven't asked him into your heart to start serving him as your savior. You're going to be left behind here when the rapture takes place. And when the rapture takes place, salvation isn't free anymore. There's a price. There talks about you'll be killed for your beliefs. There's talked about you won't get fed or buy any groceries or water because of your beliefs. Because you're going to have to take this mark. And if you take this mark, the mark of the beast, you ain't going to be able to do anything. You got to be very careful of what you do. But you got to know this, if you choose to suffer and stay on this earth and not go in the first rapture, the first part, you're going to have pain. You're going to have things because you could see things of your kids being tortured and killed just to get you to, to comply and denounce God. Right now, salvation is free. Right now, I can go online and preach to you the word of God. But there might be a day where they're censored, where I can't do this anymore. There might be a day that churches may not be in fellowship out in the open public anymore. But let me tell you something, saints. When that day happens, 
When it comes down to that, I believe that's when God will pull all of his people out that are ready. Let me tell you. There's one good thing of being a minister. I mean, there's a lot of good things being a minister online. But one of the best things is you can get online on Facebook if you're left here. And you can go to God's Internet Church, which I save all my sermons. And you can watch them. Don't get caught. But maybe you'll be able to get your life right. But I don't want you to wait until then. I want the backslider to come back to God. I want the pre-sinners, the pre-Christians, as my pastor, where I go to church, calls them, to come and know God. God had a plan. And he sent his son, Jesus, to die for your sins. He was burned in a, by a virgin. Her name is Mary. Conceived by the Holy Spirit in her. For the mission of coming and dying for your sins. Even though there's a lot of Christians out there, there's still a lot of people that don't know Christ. There's still a lot of people that, unfortunately, choose not to. Don't be the ones that are going to be left behind. Because the Bible says there's going to be some that left behind. That's why it's important for you and me to do our jobs. This whole ministry is built. God using me to help a lost, dying world find Christ. And help current Christians how to live by God's word. And help them through God's word. Let me tell you something, saints. It's not just my job. The Bible tells us the Great Commission. Well, he gave it to his disciples. Well, if you become a child of God, you become one of his disciples. He wants us to go out and preach to the lost. Witness to the lost and bring them into the storehouse. Because the harvest is ready, but there's so few workers. Now, What are we going to do about this? We're going to do this. We're going to wrap up here. But maybe I said something here today that wanted you to come to Christ. And let me tell you something, saints. You need to come to Christ. Why? Because God is here for you. And if you don't acknowledge him as your savior. 
you're going to not make it to heaven. It's a free gift. Jesus took your death penalty. But if you choose not to choose this gift, when the rapture takes place, that free gift is gone because you're going to have to choose your penalty and, and do it. So I beg you, if I got your attention today, say this prayer with me. We're going to do two prayers right now. Say these prayers with me. Because we need to get our lives right. We're going to deal with the backsliders first. You need, if you're listening to this, you're not listening to it by accident. You need to go to God. And ask for rededication. And we're going to do that right now. In fact, I encourage every Christian listening to me, no matter if you think you got sin in your life or not, it, it don't hurt for us to rededicate ourselves to God. Because we're not re-asking God into our hearts. We're just re-asking, re-rededicating our lives to Him. So say this prayer with me. Dear Heavenly Father, I just ask you right now to forgive me for all the sins I've did, even though I knew the way. I ask you to retake me in as I recommit my life to you. I ask you to put me on fire for you. To help a lost dying world find you. I ask you in Jesus name. Amen. If you read. If you heard that today. Welcome to. Back to the, the family of God. Welcome back prodigal son and prodigal daughter. God is running down the street to hug you right now. And give you the blessings that he wants to give you. Now. We're going to pray. Right now. For you. Use as Archie Bunker used to say. The ones that don't know Christ. As their savior. And we're going to pray this right now. And that prayer is this. Say it after me. Dear Heavenly Father. I believe everything Pastor Ron just told me. I don't want to be in this judgment that's coming. I want to be with you. I want this free gift of salvation. I ask you to forgive me for all my sins. Cleanse me from all unrighteousness with your precious blood. And forgive me, Lord, and come into my heart. 
I ask you all this in Jesus' name. And I now accept you as my Savior. Lead me so I can guide you. In Jesus' name I ask. Amen. If you said that prayer today, let me know in the comic section. Let me know. It's, yeah, we're going to use it, put it in a record book and, and stuff to see, you know, for our records. But we mainly do this because we want to know and rejoice with you. Rejoice with you, with God. Because if you came to the Lord today or came back from being backslidden, the angels cheered. It says the Bible cheers for one, even one person to come back to Christ or come to Christ. And if you said that prayer today, let us know. Second thing I want you to do is can keep watching too. But I want you to find also a good Bible-based church where they can do things, the things I can't do physically. I can't baptize you in water because I can't physically put you under water because we're on thing. But there's things that they can do to help you. But I encourage you to still watch too. But we came now to the end of our podcast today. And I'm glad we did. But we're going to pick up with Noah and them next Tuesday um, for God's Internet Church episode, podcast episode 123. We're going to continue talking about Noah in chapter 7. On that note, I'd like to thank you for watching. If this podcast has been a blessing to you, I want you to share it with somebody. Right now, we're recording it on a podcast platform. Plus, we're recording it live on YouTube right now. And just use it the way God wants, you know, use it to, as a tool to bring people to Christ. Because the more people that hear these messages the more people will come to know Christ. Now, I get it. Some of these messages are dealing with us Christians. And they dealt with both today. So, distrust God if you said those prayers and live your life for Him and get into the Word and get into a Bible-based church. Listen to here, too. But get into a Bible-based church a good Bible-based church. Not one that just want to tickle your fancy to keep you. One that will teach you the real word of God. Father, we thank you, Lord, for everyone that's going to be seeing and listening to this broadcast down the road. We just ask you, Lord, to use these broadcasts to inspire people to come to you Inspire Christians that need your word. Inspire people that need help. And change their lives. We ask you all this in Jesus' name. Amen.
and amen. If I'd like to thank you for joining me. And on that note, I'd like to say God bless you. See you next Tuesday for God's Internet Church Online Podcast. And But join me Sunday night for God's Internet Church Online Service. Until then, next week I'll talk to you. I'm Pastor Ron for God's Internet Church Podcast saying see you next time and God bless.